Welcome to the JD Power Innovating the Customer Experience podcast. I'm Michael Vermillion with JD Power, and with me today are Scott Killingsworth, Rich Mangiorno, and Denise Waiters, all with uh, JD Power. So, Scott, Rich, Denise, uh, welcome. Hi, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here as well. So, team. Brands are constantly challenged with the evolving customer expectations, emerging technologies, and just a relentless competitive landscape. So what we have in mind is to help brands navigate this demanding environment, J.D. Power is introducing the Innovating the Customer Experience podcast. So what we plan to do is feature thought leaders, game changers and innovators in customer experience. It's gonna be a rapid paced format. It's gonna keep everybody up to date on the latest thinking and the emerging technologies without taking a large chunk uh, of time out of the day. So just to kind of kick this off and, and, and set the stage, uh, Scott, why don't we start with you? What are some of the challenges that you're seeing today with, uh, with your clients uh, when it comes to either evolving customer expectations or emerging technologies or just this relentless competition we see out there? Yeah, Mike, you know, you said something um, that really resonated that all of our clients are facing is this um, concept of expectations um, and how they're being set, right? So I, I know everyone's heard this, but, you know, good experience anywhere influences expectations everywhere. So every time... Um, someone experiences uh, an innovation or they have a great experience, they carry those expectations into every interaction that they have. Uh, and so there's a lot of companies out there innovating. It could be something um, that sometimes folks take for granted. Uh, if someone calls customer service, that IVR experience, um, you know, it's very, very important. Uh, for the customer, there's companies out there that are using uh, natural language, AI, um, one, to try and solve the problem without the need to speak to a human, but the other benefit of that is getting them to the right person and having all of their previous um, you know, account uh, history, or maybe they've used other channels and have struggled to find an answer. There's technology out there that will, uh, one, give them a better chance of self-serving um, and saving that uh, interaction with a human being, the cost of that. But if they do end up needing to speak to a human, um, you know, that person that they're transferred to has their history. They can see it right away, know that maybe they went to the web, um, you know, but couldn't find their answer um, and help them come to quicker resolution. Um, you know, those expectations really carry over um, once someone has that to every single call that they make. And if you're really doing two things, one, um, not uh, measuring experience with your IVR uh, in that case um, and knowing where you stand uh, relative to those innovators out there. And I think that's uh, one area where uh, J.D. Power, through our syndicated studies, uh, our benchmark data, uh, we can help you understand what a great experience is with the IVR, for example, or any of the channels. But one, you need to measure it uh, to find out where your gaps are uh, and how your customers are rating you um, with that element of the experience. So it's, it's very important to one, 
uh, know what's out there, know how you're performing so you can identify the gaps and where that innovation may help you close those uh, gaps based on expectation. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Rich, let's go to you. What, uh, what challenges are you seeing in the marketplace today? Sure. So when I look at you know the retail experience, which has traditionally been in-person uh, only, you know retail has really become now more omni-channel, where we all live in a hybrid world where the online experience and the offline experience are merging together. So when we think about most brands, you know the online experience is driving the offline experience, and vice versa. The offline experience or that face-to-face experience is driving that online experience, and most customers are active in multiple channels often during the process just to buy one item. So one of the key challenges we now see with brands that we support and help to improve is to be able to execute across a channel agnostic um, methodology where one brand consists of really a many channel strategy in terms of how they interface with the consumer and how they support the consumer either in a retail environment or as was Scott was just mentioning around a customer service environment. And the three areas we really see retail evolving over the next uh, several years is one around the types of tools and technologies that are being deployed in order to support frontline staff and support that channel agnostic approach. Um, the ability to form more of a community around the brand presence. So when consumers do come in for an in-person experience, it's more than just about going in to purchase an item or to subscribe to a service. It's more about the community and what that brand stands for in their local community. And taking it even further in terms of the future of the metaverse, we're starting to see certain brands having a presence in what is called the metaverse and um, being able to communicate and connect with consumers uh, online in a similar quote unquote retail environment, but through an online presence. Thanks, Rich. Uh, Denise, uh, you've got firsthand experience with this, right? So you were a leader in, in, in several CX uh, organizations what kind of challenges uh, were you facing and, and, and what do you see uh, for the future? Well, I, you know, I agree with both Scott and Rich that technology has changed a lot. But I, what I see with, that's most prevalent is that customer expectations are at an all-time high. I mean, customers are extremely demanding um, because in the old days, what would happen was they had to call you in order to find a solution to their problem or their concern or their issue. But today they can go online, they can find their own issue, they can go to social media, they can go to YouTube. There are many ways for customers to solve their own problems. So when they finally reach out to you, they are expecting a whole lot. And so um, they're extremely demanding. You know, when I worked in the last contact center, I readily gave out my cell phone numbers to our clients and our customers and our guests. And they would call me all the time. I would be, it, it, it didn't matter what they were calling me. They would call me on a Sunday afternoon at two o'clock in the afternoon to talk to me about their problem. I'm not at work, I'm at home. So clients can reach out to you and they're expecting an answer right then and there. And so what I find is that we have to be ready for that. We have to be hiring um the right types of agents, the types of agents and the personality types of the agents need to be a little different. The leadership team needs to be very customer centric. And we have to be able to respond to our customers any way that they need to, to receive their response. And so I think um, the, the challenge for contact centers is how to find that balance 
um, with the with the with the channels, and it's not always easy to do that. Thanks, Denise. Yeah, one question we didn't address yet is who should be uh, listening to the podcast. And our thought is that the podcast is going to benefit business leaders, uh, CX executives, and anyone really that's involved in the planning for the future of customer experience. So. Scott, Rich, and Denise, thanks so much for joining today. And, and we're really excited about this podcast and, and look forward to uh, working with you on it. And we want to thank our listeners as well. And we'll see you next time. <music>